this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined from 3,000 miles away by Miss Lydia McLaughlin and her mom, Julie Sterling. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's just. We give, our, we give ourselves our own sound effects. Yeah. I mean, but let's just start with this question, which I was going to ask later. Like, are you guys always this happy and awake and just. You're always happy. Yeah, we yeah. are. We're like always this silly. And we're silly happy. Yeah, we're silly happy. Even when we're like right before this, I think I was really annoying her, but we still are being silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, there's, there's worse things to be, right? Yeah. I just think it's like part of who we are is just to be grateful and silly and in a good mood. What have you guys been doing during quarantine? Like, do you live like right near each other or... Pretty close. We see each other all the time. The kids come over for dinner and swimming, and I come over here and eat breakfast sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she came over today. Doug, Doug makes a mean breakfast. breakfast. He does basically He's everything. everything. Yeah. So he made us all French toast because last night we actually had a celebration for Glitter Town, the premiere. Um, so we had a little party at our house. Uh, I know it's quarantine, and we knew that we, if when we posted about it, some people might get upset because. We had everyone at my house, and we had a little party, but it was all of our close, like, friends and tribe of people. We, it was a glitter town bubble. It was just, yeah, we're in our own quarantine bubble. <laughs> we wanted to celebrate. We feel like had we normally to. would be out doing press and getting to go to New York, and so many things have been, you know, put on pause because of the, because of the coronavirus and everything that's going on in the world, so... We were like, we're not going to not celebrate this. You know, we really wanted to just go all out. So we did. I'm going to have to go on your Instagram, both of you, and check it out because I have not seen it yet. So much It's glitter. so, I mean, you might walls see. Of, walls of glitter. Literally, there, our house, my floor is covered in glitter right now. And you're yeah. going to see people walking in and out of balloons, like Very getting balloons. taken down because the party is over right it now. It was amazing. It was so much fun. My mom has the best saying. Which is, you can't take a good time away after you've already had it. I know. That's okay. I like that. Well, listen, I am a self-respecting gay man. So, I mean, you can pour the glitter on as much yes. as you want, as far as I'm concerned. It's magical. It's magic. It has magical powers, I'm convinced. I love it. So you, you did you guys have a late night at the party? 
Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling right now a little bit. No, I had to drive home, so I was actually the best I've ever been at any party in my life. Yeah, <laughs> you were. I admit that. I, I, I sure. mean, I, I surprised myself. Honestly, though, I'm not used to wearing high heels. Like I'm five four, so I always wear heels. Um, but I feel like in quarantine, I haven't worn high heels, and especially like the pointy toe or anything. So my feet are like not happy right now. My feet at a, as a 72 year old were so numb that I didn't even know I had feet. I mean, <laughs> I had to take my shoes off because I couldn't walk. Yeah. But all of the shoes. But they were beautiful and they were sparkly. Can I get them? It was, I mean, no. Well, I think you go should on see. your Instagram and look. Okay, yeah, you yeah. see, they're so sparkly. We actually got them in New York for yes. when you were on Watch What Happens Fly. It's true. Yeah, we for bought those shoes, yeah. Are you guys missing the press? Like, cause like, right, like you might've been at Watch What Happens and all this other stuff now if it wasn't yeah. quarantine. But we have you and that's just <laughs> as good. Yeah, we're just doing Zoom calls, which, you know, yeah. that's, you know, making it happen. I was so excited. I mean, I've spoken to, you know, a lot of the other past Real Housewives of OC, so I was so happy to speak to you. Thanks. Both of you, we have a lot. Now here's the thing, I wanna talk all about Glittertown, but I feel, I always like to start at the beginning. So let's go back for a minute. Okay. Just a minute, humor me. So where are you guys like from originally? Are you from the OC area originally? I like to go way back as you can okay, see. Okay, yeah. Um, so I am from Canada. I grew up in Newfoundland, which is why people think I'm so nice because Canadians are very nice. Humans so nice. Very nice. My mom is a California girl. Born and raised in La Jolla, broke this tooth surfing right here. Yeah. Wow. But she was born in Malibu. That's where we lived when she was born, right on the beach. And she used to just, it was beautiful. So, well, both California girls, born but not raised for her. Because yeah. she was originally raised in Newfoundland because that's where my husband's from. Yep. So I was raised in Newfoundland and then I moved to California for high, like middle school, high school. But we'd always go back to Canada in the summers. So I kept some of my friends up there. And then um, when I graduated college, I went to USD in San Diego. I wanted like to stay in San Diego because I loved it, but I also knew I needed to leave. You know, when you graduate college and you're like, oh, I got to go somewhere new and try all this stuff. So I was like, I'll just move an hour north. Like I'll move to Orange County. So I didn't know anyone up here and I moved and I got in an apartment. And I remember um, I was a volunteer for Young Life, which is a Christian like outreach for high school kids. And when I was in high school, it really made a difference in my life. So I was like, okay, I want to be a volunteer and make that difference, be a role model for a high school girl. So I walked into the meetings for all of the leaders that were like 20-somethings, and across the room, I saw Doug. And I was just wow. like, Yes, boy. Yeah, like I am in love and thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so that was how I met Doug. And so from there, we like were dating. He, I was really into video editing. My family has media and my dad owns a television station. So I just grew up in the TV station and I really um, would do summers where I would edit. Uh, she had her own TV show, her and her brother. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We, they won an award. It was like a children's news show. And she would just go out on a fishing boat or something and interview the captain. It was awesome. We won an award across Canada. Yeah. Wow. Like the Emmys for Canada. Yeah. But um, anyway, she had a lot of experience. So I was really good at video editing and Doug did uh, marketing. So he was really good at graphic design. So we started our own company together where we would have the same clients and all of that. And so one of our clients was this woman from Beverly Hills who was really well connected and like her grandfather was a producer of I Love Lucy. And so she paid us to um, make a magazine. And so that magazine was called Beverly Hills Lifestyle. And um, Yolanda from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, her two daughters, obviously Bella Hadid um, and Gigi, they wanted to film Gigi doing a photo shoot because she wanted to be a model. Um, and so the, the magazine that they're filming is Beverly Hills Lifestyle. And so the production company was like, oh my gosh, um, you're, you know, this is a young couple that owns this magazine. What, like, they live in Orange County. So that was how they called me about being on Real Housewives Orange County. So. Wow. So it was, so it was all like when you were doing this for the magazine, like with Bella and Gigi. Yeah, well, for Gigi, that, that was, they were filming that for Beverly Hills Lifestyle. It's the same production company, Evolution. So I think that was how they heard of me. And so they called me on like a Thursday and were like, hey, you live in Orange County. 
do you want to be on Real Housewives? And I laughed. I'm like, no, <laughs> I do not. So were you like, when they, because you came in season eight, like when they cast the show, you know, and the show was on for seven years, like, were you aware of it? Like, is it that small a community in the OC where like you knew all the people on it and you were just like, I don't know if this is for me. I'm, I'm good, guys. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course, everyone knows about Real Housewives. I think the show had been on for eight years. And honestly, when it started, I had just, like, I think I was in college and I really liked Tamara and Vicky when I watched it. And then I think I watched it for like one or two seasons and I, I stopped watching it. And so when I was on it, my season, I really only knew like those two. I didn't know any of the storylines or anything like that. But such a small world. Alexis lived across the street from me when I was on it. And so um, that I knew her just because we were literally neighbors. Um, but I had never seen like, oh, I never watched an episode with her on it before I was on. Yeah. You're probably better off not having watched it all those years. Honestly, I was better off not watching it the first time. But after I left, I did not watch any of it. And I regret that. Because then when I went back on, I had no clue what had happened. And I should, I thought that that would be good, but it wasn't. It, I didn't know. And so that really kind of backfired on me. Do you think it would have been different when you went back in season 12? Like if you had watched? I think so. Yeah, I think it would have been. Yeah, I think I would have known and understood the women more, especially Shannon. I just didn't understand her when I first went on and, and uh, maybe t took some of her reactions really personally. But now I know, like, that's just her personality. And I think I figured that out by the end of the season, but <laughs> I didn't know that at first. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com slash velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at Crocs.com. Just use the code SANDALS20 at checkout. That's SANDALS20 at Crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. So you might have had a whole different relationship with Shannon if you watched. Things could have been different, but I like this version of reality. So I feel good about what's going on. Yeah. Did you have any hesitations like when you first joined in season eight? Like, you know, after they said we're interested in you, like, did you, like, did you have, Judy, did you have reservations like about Lydia doing it? Were you guys like, I don't know if we want to do this or once no. they were interested? 
Oh, you love it. <laughs> I, I was all for it. I thought it was a great idea. I did. I mean, I definitely was not into it and I told them and then throughout the whole casting pro process, I was very much like, I'm not a real housewives. I won't throw alcohol on anyone. I'm not going to flip the table. And they were, I think that was what they liked about me was that I was very much like, that's not who I am. And I don't think you can have six girls that are like that. You need different personalities. So for that time frame, that season, I, they wanted maybe a nice, friendship whisperer so that was a role that I was able to fill naturally because that's who I was is that one of the things that like when people come up to you or recognize you guys is that one of the things that they you know because I think of you as the friendship whisperer I mean from both times both seasons yeah, she's a very real friendship whisperer yeah I like people to get along I'm a peacemaker for sure and I mean it's fun to see what people that was how glitter town really got started was because so many of the fans would come up to like my mom and I are together a lot in public. And so, so many people at the mall would come up and be like, oh my gosh, my mom has passed away. And I love seeing your relationship together. It makes me miss my mom, but it makes me happy. So we got a lot of um, like mother, mother daughter, daughter positive kind of feedback. I think people related to us with that. So that was really good. And I, I mean, I'm really open about my faith. And so I get a lot of people that um, they want to talk to me about that as well. That makes sense. Yeah. Were you shocked, like, from both times, like, Judy, that you became part of, you know, the storyline, you know, which has ultimately no, led to... Fabulous. No, no, but the, the storyline, that there wasn't a lot of uh, fun in some of those storylines. Yeah, like, that has a lot to do with why I left after season I eight. mean, like, whoa, that, I won't even go there. Just, like, let's just say I didn't know there were people like that in the world because I grew up thinking everybody was really nice like me, and it's been a hold card reality check. <laughs> But well, I, I'm from New York City, so I have the total opposite view of the world of like, okay. Yeah. That's why, like, when I, I, know, I. You raised me, so I really I think, everybody I think nice. everybody's nice. Yeah, and I, it's and really hard. It is interesting. That I will say, being on Housewives or having this platform and social media and everything is like, gives me a sad dose of, of humanity. But it's also a way to spread light and love. And yeah, that's what we, which that's is what, what we're, which that's what we're trying to do. So there's a lot of guys, you know, they're going to try to slap you down, but you just got to go. Yeah. La dolce do it. And I mean, even like, honestly, even Glittertown, I feel like is a testament to just believing in yourself and having a vision and um, being true to that. And, and not taking no for not an answer. Not taking no for an answer. Like we definitely, to make the show, we bet on ourselves. We just did what we wanted to do. And then we just took it to Bravo and we're like, here you go. Do you like this? And they were like, we love it. Yes, we're in. And so, I mean, we were, we're crazy just to kind of make that happen. I'm silly land is I'm something I'm really proud of. And like kind of a message I really want to share to people is just what, what your crazy vision is in your head, make it happen and like hustle to do it. Believe the world yourself. needs it. If you have it inside of you, go for it. Is that how the show came about? Like you just one day were like, we need to do something. You know, we're always hanging out. Like how did the concept, like you, you guys came up with the concept? She, she did most of the concept. I just did most of the silly. She's like the star and then I'm the brains. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about the star, but You're I'm the silly and she's like, she's like my Ethel. Yeah. <laughs> she's Lucy. Did you try to like bring it to like different, like did you want it to be on network TV or like did you? No, absolutely no. not. We did not want a huge show. We wanted it, like our vision was exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's exactly We like wanted, we didn't want to do a reality show. We just, I know the amount of effort that goes into I that. I wanted to take over my life. It takes over your life. I have a really great life. Me I too. have a company with noblemen. I have three boys. Like we did not want to have cameras in our house 24 seven. But at the same time, we like to film. We like attention. I love the attention. We want to be on for like two hours twice a week. That was kind of like what we wanted. So we were like, let's just film us doing silly little adventures and have them be kind of five to ten minute little um, easy, easy to, di to digest kind of online digital series. So that was really always our vision. And then we were, we obviously were like Bravo online would be where we would see it because of housewives and my fan base there. That makes the most sense for us. So that was literally what, what we wanted. So that was our one meeting and we sold it to them. And that was that. They just said, we want to talk to you, you know? So we thought, hmm, talk. 
I think we better go in person. Yeah, they so wanted, we like went all the way out, stayed at the plaza. They wanted to do like a Zoom call yeah. to like just make like the deal. This. And we were like, no, no. we're going to, the call was for 1030 on like Thursday of the next week. And I remember I called my mom. I'm like, we should just go and show up at 30 Rock. And like, this is the, one of the, like, we've been working so hard on this. This is the big meeting. Like we need to, they need to meet us in person. We kill it in person. Bring your fairy bomb and let's make yeah, this I happen. Glitter bomb. I, so I did it. We really just, the we really built this baby into the world. Yeah. And then we were Meant kidding. Last night's party was like our baby shower. It's <laughs> like, okay, the baby is here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, like, that's, that's crazy. That's amazing that, like, that you guys decided to come in person. So wait, so you brought like this glitter bomb, like, tell me about this. Well, you brought that into the meeting? Yeah, um, we did. We went into 30 Rock with the confetti bomb and immediately, well, it's in one of the episodes because we actually filmed, that's our first episode is us going and trying yeah, to get it's, our, it's our, we, our we filmed our episodes and then we were, we were going to New York. We were like, we should bring our crew and film this. And then this could even be like the first episode explaining this. We just went for so it. So we just kind of winged it, but it was so funny because it was one of like the biggest meetings, you know, in 30 Rock with the heads. It was like these, you know, all these different people, head honchos, head honchos special elevator. Yeah, and then when you're in line at 30 Rock, people come up to you and even want a picture, you know, because mm-hmm. they're getting the tour of the NBC. So the whole thing is really surreal. And normally those types of meetings, especially for noblemen and things, I, I'm prepared. I have my husband. We have, like, a presentation. My mom and I had nothing. We had nothing. Like, the day before, we sh- we went shopping because we were just like, we're in New York. Yay. I need something to wear, something new. So the most time we spent on the meeting was what we were going to wear. Yeah. We were just like, we're selling us. Like, so we can't plan it. We just have to go in there. And be ourselves. We winged it and yeah. we nailed it. And we nailed it. We walked out of there like we nailed it. They said okay. Yeah. So wow. I mean, and then like with this glitter bomb, like, do you open it and like glitter comes out? Like, did you do that in the- you can get them at Walmart and it's just oh wow. I was gonna bring one today, but she she makes me clean it up after. It's like it looks like a wrapping paper. It's a long tube, yeah. and at the bottom you you do it, and it pops. It's, it makes a big sound, and all this confetti just bursts, and it's so fun, sparkly. It just excites me. Yeah, it excites everyone. I mean, they had to warn people because, you know, it does have a pop. It has. Well, sometimes mom has done it. People get scared and stuff. So- did you do that during the meeting, like in 30 Rock and the yes, boardroom? Yes, we did. We, I asked first, and I said, is this a prop? She goes, well, it's Friday. She asked the secretary that brought us in, and she told her, like, hey, I have this. When they come in, I have this confetti bomb. Can I, can I do it? Hi. They're cleaning yeah. up on the party. Somebody, I love it. Yeah, somebody's with a lot of cleanup from the party last night. There's I love it everywhere we had so much fun we had so many things going on we had cotton candy with liquor and anyway everything that sounds was it like a specific color themed i mean i see the pink yes. balloons over there pink, uh, it was pink and white and then i have these curtains of like glitter what's and, happening okay he's asking about the party I'm just about if there was a color scheme or oh, yeah. you- the color scheme is glitter but just like everything um, you, you know, we had a step in repeat. This is just a small it's, sample of, of what was going on. I had, oh my God. I had a whole lot of this, like yeah. curtains and curtains and curtains. Pink and white. Everything just, they had at party. Yeah, it was just glitter. So Bloom, we hired Bloombox to do all the decorations for it. And they yeah, were, if was. anyone is around, honestly, I'm not getting paid to say this. They are the best. Unbelievable. Amazing. It was just, you walked in, it was a line of candles on a red carpet. Red carpet. And then all you saw was like a glitter wall that you had to walk through. Plus this huge arch of balloons. And it was this arch of balloons with glitter. And then like the glitter trying to get down the side of the It was balloons. magical. It was unbelievable. Everything about it, there is like a pool. I have a pool and there was just balloons floating. <laughs> I had these little lights that change color that were on all the high coffee It just, tables. everyone was, it just made everyone happy. The detail, they said. And that's, that's like amazing. Did, did you ever, like even back with Housewives and this, like you just took to the cameras now, like were you, did you have an adjustment period to filming? Like even then and now, like you just were like, okay, there's cameras in our life. Or was that hard to get? Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I'm Sterling Brown. 
We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I will say I think it's interesting um, how, like, little they prepare you for Housewives because I thought that they would do, like, a month of testing or something like that. But it was literally, I think we did two interviews where they where you're on camera, and then it was like, okay, let's do it. Like, you never had to film a reality, um, would they call it a reality scene? Like a sizzle reel. Yeah, where it's just, like, your family. They, it was always sit-down interviews. So then it's weird because most of the filming for Housewives is not a sit-down interview. It's, you know, you in the scene acting your life out. And we they never did one test run of that. They just get to know you they and throw you in there and, and give you a lot of alcohol. <laughs> they don't, they just don't, I think, I don't know. They just, if you don't work, then you'll probably end up being a friend or cut out. So, yeah. yeah. Were you like, wow, what the hell did I get myself into? Like right when you started filming? Oh my gosh, so many times. Yes, right away. I mean, I think that my, I honestly, with the whole experience, I think that I assumed that it was fake or that like the girls are being dramatic. And then once the camera goes off, everyone has a glass of wine together and are actually friends. But that is the exact opposite, I would say. It's just very much it's worse. It's worse behind the scenes than it is. Yeah, they like hate, they hate each other. Even more almost behind cameras, and we'll pretend to be friends on camera sometimes. Not pretend, but like they're using each other, and there it's a it's very much a game of chess. And um, that was hard for me. And what's your storyline? And like to your point, a game of chess. Like I think also because people want to keep their jobs, so I think there's that like fear. Well, I think also, everyone wants to be liked, and so everyone wants you know to have their story, their point of view. Because in life, like nobody is the bad guy in their own world, you're you know, in your own yeah, movie. you're starring in your own movie where you're the, you're the good guy. So it's interesting when you get put and you're not telling the story and the way that you saw it was very different, but it's, it's weird because you're almost seeing something from another point of view and you're like, wow, I didn't know all that was happening or cause it, and it's very real. I would say it was way more real than I expected it to be. It's Were a reality you, show. They never told me what to say. They, I mean, it, it is a reality show. Were you shocked at, like, the certain things that people probably come up to you, like, you know, a balls voyage party, like Doug getting his balls cut off, a mom who smokes pot? Like, these are the things I think of when I think of Lydia McLaughlin. Well, thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <A lot>. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you... <laughs> are, are you shocked though how like you know you film all this and then like the little things that like you know maybe stand out to like the mass are you just like really that's what you want to talk to me about like did you ever have like that type of experience no I've never no not really I just because you know usually you know what they're going to focus on by your interviews in the confessional so you have a sense of the season or where it's going to go by those questions and I mean, watching it back, I was annoyed with how many times I said balls voyage and everything like that and having his balls cut off. But they just kind of ask you the same things again and again so they get you to say those things again and again. And they can edit it any way they want. So, they can make you look yeah, bad. Yeah. Well, you are good or bad, though. Everybody is. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. Like, do you, you must feel like you have more control over, like, Glitter Town, like, being a web series and being shorter than 
like if you went to a full-fledged network. Control. It's us yeah. doing it and we, we know what we're filming. Yeah. So there isn't anything that we don't want to use because it's all awesome. Yeah, I mean, the, the point of Glitter Town is to spread love and light and to show, I think people got to see a glimpse of that side of us, but that's, you know, they saw more of the drama side and I would say just who I am, that like drama aspect is 5%. And so this is so much more me. And that was really cool last night, even at the premiere party with all my friends and family. So many people were texting me after and were just like, Lydia, I'm so proud of you. This is so much like, I'm so proud. This is so more authentic to who you are. And so I'm really proud of that is, you know, it's always about using your platform and building yourself to the next level. And so I really feel like this show and trying to sp spread positivity and having, you know, in quarantine, everyone's just sitting around. So having some sort of joy and silliness and a break from all the drama is kind of what I, we wanted to do. Yeah. Perfect. I could, I could see that. I mean, like, do you think there's a shift? Cause like overall ratings for housewives in general, like the drama, I mean, it is down, not POC, just in general. Like, do you think there's a shift in the world now where, like, there's a demand? You know, there's less of a demand for, like, drama-filled shows and there's more of a demand just in general for this type of aspirational show or happy show? I don't think it has to be either or, you know? I think that people love drama and and that's not bad. I I mean, I love, I just watched the real Beverly Hills reunion. I love watching you know? that. It's so, hard not to. So I think it's kind of, you know, I think that there's a place and a space for both. And I want to be in the space of love and light. But people love drama. And, you know, there's a lot of drama there. And that's the whole point of it. It's, it's so exciting to watch. It, it really is very titillating, I have to say. Even when we were going to do Glitter Town and we're talking about it, and I was getting advice from some of the producers that I've met over the years and showing them, like, our sizzle yeah. reel and some of the things, they were like, oh, where's the drama? Yeah, like, where's the drama? We could take this to a network. And, but we would need to see like some sort of an overarching storyline, you know, some sort of push and pull and drama to watch. And we were like, I told them, no, that's not my vision for this. I want it to go digital. I also don't love being like super famous. Um, it stresses me out too much and it's not, it's just, I don't I agree. I just don't enjoy it. I like being invisible, but maybe a little, not but I don't mind. Yeah. yeah like, so we, I think that this is a good, it's, it's a really good little niche for for us yeah. we found and I think in Neutral. life you figure out who you are and what you want and then that's what you go for and so this for us was exactly what we wanted and like good for you yeah. guys for sticking to what you wanted you know as opposed to you know a lot of people would say great shop into a network bring on the drama so that's speaking of Beverly Hills you guys love watching Beverly Hills yeah yeah, yeah. it's my fave I just oh it's, so it's good I like Beverly well, Hills. just their clothes and, and just everything they're very interesting yeah. Who's what do you? We kind of met him. Who's my favorite? I kind of like Erica, although she is a total witch with a B. But she, I, that's kind of what I like about it. She really sticks up for herself. There's a few. I mean, they're all fun. I feel like it switches every season. Like yeah. when Dorit first came on, I wasn't a fan. Oh. And then now I like she's one of my favorites. She's intense. I love it. Yeah. I just I love, love her. All of them. Yeah. They're just so, so cool. I think it just depends on my mood. It's kind of like Sex in the City. Like, which one are you? I'm a Carrie. Everyone wanted to be Carrie, though. Yeah. Do you guys know any of them in real life? I mean, you know Yolanda, Yolanda, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Bravo is a small world and it's kind of like a sorority. So I've done, I don't have like any of their numbers where I'm texting them. I don't want to, you know, come across like that. But I definitely have met them and, um, you know, are like Instagram friends with some of them. So, What do you think about Denise Richards leaving? Did you hear this? I don't believe anything until oh. I told Bravo. No, no but I actually said No, that. she like announced it. It's a hard time, so I, I totally get why she would. I mean, if you have a beautiful life and you have all the money you want, and it's not that it's about money, but you just think, I don't need this. But she's, you know, I mean, they really, they were really harsh on her. I mean, I couldn't believe, I felt really, I mean, her look on her face, she was just like a deer in headlights. Like, I don't Wait. know, yeah, it's weird because it's like, I'm Team Denise, but I, I, I think she Denise. was lying in on drugs, but I'm Team Denise. Well, she has, you know, she has a few little quirky. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I think. quirky. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that she's leaving if that's what she thinks is best. She needs to, I think. I will, I wish she would have stayed and talked it through, but that had to have been like such a hard filming season. I am in no way surprised that she would have The reunion left. is what happened. You have, you I haven't. Oh, well, that's the whole, I mean. Okay, so don't tell me I got to watch it. Just, you got to watch it. 
it's intense, but she really is leaving. Like it's real. She's announced that it's like. Yeah. Oh, she, she announced she was. Yeah. She's okay. She's yeah, they need to bring on. I liked Garcelle this year. I like how they switch it up, and I'm I excited. She was brilliant. I'm excited to watch OC and see like who they bring on. I don't. I've never watched it since I left. But I think I might I, watch. I can't. It's really hard. You can't watch it once you've. Done. It's weird to watch it once you've been on it. Really. Yeah. 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 I, I honestly have not watched one second. It's worse than watching yourself. Because it's like, you know the girls now, and you're not there, and you're kind of figuring out what's actually happening, because you read between the lines. I don't know. It's not enjoyable. Do it's you like, know? It's like watching your ex-boyfriend date someone. You don't lo- you don't want to be dating him anymore, but you don't need to see him making out with somebody. <laughs> you know? It's just kind of like, eh, I'm married over here. Staying in my lane. Yeah. But, like, to your point, Judy, like, I don't know. I cannot listen to my own podcast. Like, I just, so, I mean, it's, like, watching it. Like, I've been on some shows, but, like, it's awful. Like, I'm, like, and everyone else is, like, it's fine. You're, like, I, I no, I, I just can't. Yeah. Do you know Elizabeth Vargas? She's the new girl. I don't. I know one of the girls, Jennifer Armstrong, um, our kids go to the same school. And I had heard that she was on this year. But, um, and I think she filmed. But I think maybe she became a friend. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. I, know, I don't know what happened with After that. Tell me. Do you know Bronwyn or Emily or Gina? Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I don't like know them. I know Emily. Emily posted about the show. and Emily's she, mom lives next door to me. Yeah. And, oh, really? Um, she's a sweetheart. Lizzie and her are really close. And I'm good friends with Lizzie. So I've gotten to know Emily a little bit just through like birthday parties and stuff. So she was supposed to come last night, actually the glitter town, but they ended up not able to make it, but yeah, she's a big supporter and I support them. So I like it when women are cool to support each other. Encouraging other women. Yeah. Rather than, rather than compete. Were any of the past OC housewives that we know there last night? Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. There was some OC Peggy was here, which was cool. She's lying. Um, she was out of town. No, yeah. And Alexis wasn't able to come either. Well, it was his birthday. Yeah, they had a birthday. Party. But I'm buddies with a lot of them. You're buddies with Vicky, I know. Still, we love our Vicky. Yeah, yeah. What What did you think of Vicky and Tamara leaving? Yeah, I get. I'm. I get this so much. I'm glad. I think it's good to keep it fresh. I think that it's important to it was switch fine. it up. And I feel like it was good timing for them to go. I um, I just, someone else asked me the same thing. And I had commented about Tamara, who then, like, did this long post about me. But I think she deleted it. So that makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like, hopefully she, people were on my side. And so she was like, oh. Well, yeah, I read that, that you said that you think Vicky has, and I actually know Vicky really, you know, I'm probably not as well as you, but I know her. Like, I think she's moved on now. Like, yeah. Vicky's, Vicky's got a lot going on. You know what the thing I love about Vicky is, like, at least in my deal, like, she's a businesswoman. If you have a call with her at nine, the call starts at nine. But that, like, just, I love that. Like, I love you guys were on time. I love when people are on time. But then, yes, you said that you didn't think that Tamara had moved on. Yeah. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah. And then she did clap back at you. Honestly, David, I just feel like our show, Glitter Town, is about love and light. And I have, like, left Housewives so that I wouldn't be involved, like, honestly, in any of the, like, toxic drama and, like, the split-screen posts and all that kind of stuff. And I just know, like, anything that I say, especially with, well, especially with a few of the Housewives, will take it and just, like, attack you for it. with it. Tamara, you know, really attacked my husband. Um, in the media before, and I said nothing about it. I just feel like the cream rises to the top, and you don't have to, you know, get in the mud with each other. So I wish her the best, and I hope that she gets a life. No. <laughs> That's fine. So you have no response to Tamara's posting online. No comment. No, I mean, I hope she can. She said she watched an episode of Glitter Town, so that makes me happy. And um, nothing says you've moved on than like a three paragraph explanation. That's true. Yeah, Do I you, hope she has moved on. That'd be great. And you've moved on. Would you ever go back to Housewives? If, for Glitter Town's a huge success, five years from now, whatever, Glitter Town ends maybe in 10 years, would you ever go back to Housewives? 
I, I don't see that happening, but um, you never know. Never say never. never say never. When I left for season eight, I was like, I will never do that again. And then four years later, I was ready to go back. So you never know what your future holds. I'm always open to possibilities, but I'm really satisfied with what I'm doing right now. That's good. Well, also, that says a lot about you. It's, it's hard to go back. Like, a lot of people are not, the door's not open for most to go back. So that says a lot about you. I mean, you could leave on the best terms, and, like, once you're gone, it's hard to get back into yeah. your own franchise. Well, I think that, um, yeah, I think that for me, you know, if you get invited to, to go back, most of the time everyone does. And so for me, I left because of what was, you know, how hard it was for me. And so they, when I left, they always were like, the door's always open, you know, we love you. So that's, I'm grateful for those opportunities. Yeah. And I mean, people say a lot of things. I think it was reported that I was fired after season eight and things like that. And just like everything, it's kind of like, let your actions speak for you. So even right now, like Tamara said a bunch of stuff about Glittertown or whatever, but it's like, well, you know, what are you doing? So... <laughs> Yes. Actions, actions just speak. She said that your one episode was about women supporting women and building people up, and she didn't think you were in that one particular interview. And I wasn't. Like, I definitely, my husband, Doug, was like, why did you say that? And even right now, like, I'm sure you could take a couple of my quotes out of this, and then it would become, like, a big thing. And I'm trying, like, not to say anything. So when you're doing press and it's, Sometimes you can't help the way you feel, and then it just bubbles out of you. So I'm not perfect, even though I'm trying to be. You're practically perfect. You're, you're nicer than most people that I have <laughs> spoken to. Do you know, like, do you know Heather Dubrow, Gretchen? Yeah. Yeah, I know both of them. <laughs> I filmed season eight. I hung out with them a lot. I mean, like, I met, like, Keeping in touch with them today. Sorry, I should. Yeah, I haven't seen Heather since quarantine, but we sometimes um, we both live in Newport Beach, and so yeah, I run into her. We were have we were in the same workout schedule, so I'd see her at like Pilates and boxing, and I'd see her at a lot of the same events. We have some similar friends, so um, I wish Heather and Terry nothing but the best, and they are awesome. And then Gretchen also is is my friend. Um, she, her and I are in a Bible study together, so I see her once a week, and I'm totally rooting for her, and nothing but good things. Yeah. How is Nobleman doing? It's actually doing great. Um, we were coming off our best, seat, our best issue, and then quarantine hit, so just like everyone, you know, it was such a bummer, because we had worked so hard, and we're on such a good kind of vibe and then just the whole thing got shut down but we're starting to see businesses opening so back. wanting to advertise and starting to have little smaller events which is a great thing in Orange County so um we just we did a photo shoot with John Legend which was really great and then we did a photo shoot with Justin Hartley which was good but we were laughing because both of them were a little bit have you know online I think they both have their comments off right now, which is never a good sign. Yeah, when um, when that happens, so they have little dramas, but but I'm excited for them. Oh, really? So John Legend and Justin Hartley turned their comments off. I think on Instagram, just I think John John Legend with Christy Teigen and PizzaGate, and then Justin Hartley with his divorce. But they both you can read Nobleman and find out more about all that good stuff. And did Justin Hartley and or John Legend make the cover? Because we know Heather wanted the cover. <laughs> am, I, am I being shady today? Yeah. I mean, someone has to do it, right? So yeah, I'm, glad, that I'm glad it's not me. Um, yes, they, I, yes, one of them is the cover. Which one should it be? What do you think? I mean, here's the thing. Like, I love Justin Hartley. This is Us is a major NBC show. But, you know, John Legend, I think, gets the, the cover. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that too. I mean, the photos are amazing. And he was, he was so nice and he brought his daughter on the set. They were all wearing masks. So that was, you know, is different because you're trying to deal with that. So yes, right there and to your right. Sorry. So and my, Chrissy, house, my house is a madhouse. It's that's good. It's like real life. And Chrissy Teigen's a huge housewives fan. 
she was not on set or anything, um, so I didn't get to meet her. So, but I do know that she tweets about housewives and everything a lot. And John Legend stylist is what, that was on the set um, was saying like right away was like, oh my gosh, I got a text Christy Teigen that you're here. So I was in my mind. I like to think that it, if it was not COVID, she would have come because John Legend was saying it was the first time he's like done because it, it was a couple. You know, it was like a month ago that we did the shoot. Do you ever find that funny that, you know, like, so now you're on Glitter Town and, like, you have this fan base that's originally from Housewives, but then you have these people like Chrissy Teigen and other, like, you know, like, uber celebrities that come up and they're like, oh, my God, you're Lydia and Judy. You know, like, do you ever find that, you know, like, that's kind of interesting. That's got to be a nice aspect of having been on Housewives. Of course. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. It's fun when people know you and when you're interviewing them and you know, they're familiar with your work or what you've done. So that's obviously so flattering and like exciting. So could I just say that my daughter who gets approached all the time I'm with her is so gracious and so sweet to every single person. And I really mm -hmm. admire that in her that she will take time to ask them where they're from and just really, you know, engage with them and let them take pictures. And she's always so patient and kind. And I really, I really think she's awesome. Aww. Well, I know what it's like, I feel like, because we are around celebrities a lot growing up, being in the media industry, so we would get to go to um, and buy rights for Canada for a lot of television shows, so we got to meet a lot of TV stars, and it always meant a lot to me when you have a star, you can't wait to meet them, and then they're rude, it just forever, you're like, ugh, I don't like you know, I have a couple experiences where you're just over. There was one person who I cannot name, a, a very big rock star, because we have a, a radio and television. But the radio station, Oz FM, oh, I can't say his name. But he, his handler came out ahead of time and said, you cannot touch, you know, you can't touch him. And we had all these people who had won all these, you know, contests, and they were going to get to be with him. And it wasn't him. Anyway, yeah, you never know what you're going to get. But I think the bigger star they are, I think the more confident they are and the nicer they are. That's just my own experience. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would agree. I mean, like my, some of my worst experiences have not been with the huge stars. It's been yeah. with like reality TV. Totally. <laughs> well, because you're, we're not even a D-list. Like I wouldn't even consider myself D-list, you know? So it's just like someone that's like graphing for it. So any little bit, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. And then you meet these huge celebrities that just walk in, you know, some of the C-list that we've dealt with at this magazine would maybe walk in with an entourage, but then these big stars like a John Legend just drives up. He was with his brother and his daughter. Like he was just so chill Real. and normal Real. because he doesn't have anything to prove. He's John Legend. So yeah. And John Legend was just so nice. Yeah, honestly, we've been really lucky, especially with Noblemen. The people that we choose to work with um, are always the best, and I, I have nothing. It's, it's a family, and we, I have nothing but good things to say about anyone that we featured in the magazine. Honestly, I feel like if we, they weren't nice on set, then we would be like, what are we doing here? Because the whole experience is supposed to be fun. I don't ever want to forget that, and it's, it is like a little family, and when you're on set, Everybody, you know, is there for a reason and doing a job. And we, we're a slim team, so it's not like this big overproduced um, set. It's just we're here to take some beautiful photos and celebrate somebody that's doing something amazing. Have you ever had someone in Nobleman where, you know, like you just had a preconceived notion like, oh, they're going to be difficult. And then like they walk in and they're just like the nicest person, you know, like not even difficult, but just because they're such a big celebrity, you think they would come with like a huge entourage and have like writers and be you know, just high maintenance and you're just like, this was the nicest person I never expected that. That happens a lot, honestly. Like Doug, um, Doug's really easy to get along with, but he, we did, we did Gerard Butler and Doug got his phone number. He ended up coming to a nobleman dinner with us. It was a small intimate dinner. Um, and he came, that was really cool. Sam Hewen, who's on Outlander, um, is my mom is going to marry him one day. Hopefully. Really? Yeah, he is very sexy. And he, like Doug and him, text all the time. He's a huge supporter of Nobleman. We were supposed to go to Antigua with him, actually, right before the coronavirus hit and the borders all got shut down. So a lot of times with these celebrities, we really do bond with them and become friends, which is a good surprise. Yeah. And we respect their privacy, so I'm not like going to be posting about it, you know, because it's a real friendship. It's not like, oh, look who I'm friends with. 
Well, that's what I say. Like when someone comes on my show, like when you chat for an hour, like it's an intimacy. And then like you keep in touch with these people and you're just like, yeah, like we're, we're friends. Like it's really, yeah. we're not going to spill the dirt. Um, you have to get, you have to have Chrissy Teigen on. I think that should be one of a future cover. I will. It's nobleman. So she's not. A man. That's well, that's true. He's a penis. <laughs> that's true. I didn't realize you only featured men on the cover. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that makes sense. Well, men's I need to subscribe. I need to have you get a subscription. I'll subscribe for you. So you yeah. will love it. It's a really great magazine. High end. Amazing. Yeah. It's like, and like, yeah, because, like, I know, like, you feature, like, you know, like, nice, like, luxurious people. Like, I'm, like, a big watch art. person. I have, like, a watch fetish. So, like, yeah, I, you would love it. You would art. love it. It's cool. I would. It's for everyone. Yeah. I would. I was flipping through it. And, like, you email me your info, and I'll put you on for your subscription. I'll take I have it. Pull. I have pull. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, speaking of Justin Hartley, do you guys watch Selling Sunset? It is the best show. I love Selling Sunset. I am such a fan. I do you watch it? I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's on Netflix. It's okay, so it good. Yes, selling what is it? Sunset. Selling Sunset. It's by the they same person that did Justin Hartley's wife. But then they get a divorce. Mm. And so she's never on it, but she, so it's all through her side. But then there's this other girl, Christine. Yeah. Who I mean, I'm going to start watching it. It's Great. like made for TV. It's so good. It is like, so I, I don't want another reality show. I watch too many. So, I mean, season one, you didn't hear anything about it. Season two, like, because of quarantine, you heard a little buzz. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch the pilot. And, like, I'm not going to watch this show. I don't got no time. I watched the pilot, and I'm like, this is literally the best show that's ever existed. It is so, it's, like, real besides estate. Besides Glitter Town. Besides yeah. Glitter Town. Well, I mean, yes, besides Glittertown, and I haven't really watched all, I mean, I've only watched one episode of Glittertown. What is the, like, so how are the shows being released on Glittertown? Like, what's the release so, uh, Yeah, I get, we get this a lot. So you can go on Bravo TV right now and just watch all eight oh. episodes. Yeah, so they're all there, and they're like five to ten minutes. Every episode is a different theme, so it's like my mom teaching us um, me a recipe of how to make her our Italian meatballs passed down from generations, and then the next episode, she goes and gets Botox, and we talk, we talk about religion, talk about religion, motherhood, beauty, um, beauty tips, so it's just very silly and fun and light, um, but you can watch them. I had a lot of people saying they watched them with their daughter, so that's really fun. And you get just like a glimpse. One episode we do fairy bomb. And Actually, that's all we do. The whole episode we, is like confetti bomb. We dress up as uniforms. Run and we, from us. We those. confetti bomb people on the street. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm not just saying that. I thought there was only one episode. No, there's there's eight. Yeah, there's a bunch of episodes, and you can watch them BravoTV.com, and it's Glitter Town, and they're fun. How'd you guys get into glitter? Like, why glitter and unicorn and rainbows and you happiness? I, I started out really liking fairies. It was kind of anything with wings. That was back in the 70s. Then I moved on to angels. Now I became obsessed with angels. And somehow along the way, I found this glitter that like was all sparkly. And it was called fairy dust. And it just seemed to fit with the wing kind of theme. So then that turned into confetti bombs because people glitter. You know, one time I ruined Annie Cohen's shoes, which was really a bummer. I just love Annie Cohen, by the way. I think he's so awesome. But you, anyway. Where, how did that happen? You brought glitter to the clubhouse one night? Yeah, I was the bartender, and, you know, I wanted a fairy dust, everyone, of course. He actually has a vial of, of glitter, of fairy dust. We're gonna, him, I'm filming you. That I knew. Well, I sprinkled his shoes. I'm filming you. <laughs> that I knew. I ruined his shoes, actually. So never mind. <laughs> I know. I, I remember that there's, like, a vial of the fairy dust in the clubhouse. She used to do fairy dust, but it's hard to get out, and someone yelled at her one time and really traumatized her, so now she does glitter, because that's easy. Uh, confetti. Con confetti, it's easy to wipe off. The glitter just stays on you, and you'll get, like, one or two pieces of glitter forever, but the confetti just, like, you can wipe it off if you don't like it, so this is more user-friendly. User -friendly. And, like, the fairy dust is harder to get out. Yeah. Totally. My son and would go to these meetings in Toronto. He's a salesman for us, and he would have this black suit on, and there'd be, like, all these little fairy dust sprinkles all over it. And he said, Mom, nobody can take me seriously with this stuff. So it is. It's very insidious. It never goes away. 
do you get a lot of like messages online where people say like, you know, the mother daughter relationship you guys have is like very aspirational. You know, like there's a lot of people that are not, you know, close to their family. And by the way, Judy, I never in a million years, I'm not just kissing your ass would have said that you were 72 years old. I would have thought you were like 60. I'm oh, just... stop it. No, for real, for real. Like I know, she's a babe. I'm emotionally 14 and it's what keeps me young. And that honestly true. never grew up. Same me. here. I, I totally get it. Peter Pan syndrome all the way for it's me. True. Whoop, whoop. She doesn't think she's, yeah, you don't think. I don't think I'm 72. I haven't told my genes yet. So they... They don't get it. They think we're like 50-something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's true. nothing wrong with that. I think it's true. I think your genes know. You know, like, you, your insides know what's happening. Yeah. I think so. But, I mean, I think that's another great aspect of watching the show. Like, you know, it shows, like, a positive mother-daughter friendship. Be honest. We've had people. Do you want to tell that no, story? Well, we've had people come up to us. There was this one lady who followed us from store to store you know, we were in this big mall and she finally comes up with a beautiful English accent. I just want to tell you, you've made such an influence on me. I hadn't talked to my mother in like 20 years. I finally called her after seeing one of your shows and I found out that she was dying of cancer and she lived in England. She flew all the way out to LA and she said, it's because of you I'm here. My mom's in a hospice. And we were all crying at this point. Like, Cause she was just like, what are the odds that this would be the day that I'd run, into, I'd run you. into you? I'm here to buy one of the nurses, like a, a present. A thank you gift. And uh, so it was just really- See, I have goosebumps. It just was really, really story. cool. Cause things like that don't just happen, you know? And so it was like really- I mean, we made a difference It was affirming life. to her that she was supposed to be here to talk to her mom. But then it was so affirming to us too. Cause sometimes I think, especially with social media, it can be so negative. And whenever yeah. you're doing anything, people- will attack you or, you know, put you down. And so you're kind of, for me at least, I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't need this. I don't, you know, I rather just focus on my life quietly. But then moments like that happen and you're like, oh my goodness, this is so worth it. This is real, you know, this is tangible, not yeah. random Karen from Mississippi. One person, it's all it takes. And I feel so bad for the real Karens. Like who, I have an aunt named Karen. Like poor Yeah, Karen. wow, I never thought of that. Yeah. Karen. Did you get a lot of that? I mean, because we've all had it. Like, did you like, you just always had a good attitude towards like the social media, you know, because there is a lot of like hate on Instagram and negativity. Were you just, no, did that ever? No, it hardly yeah. ever for it, me. Well, yeah, you, everyone just pretty much loves Yeah, me. I mean, everyone I had, like, loves one you. one bad comment my whole life and I was like, what? I don't, <laughs> I have probably, if I go on right now, I have like a million, um, people, yeah. people are just, um, people. yeah. They, I, I definitely think it changed, like I said earlier, my view of humanity. I cannot imagine going on someone's page and saying something mean to them. I just, and then your name's right there. Like, that's what you want to do. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand it. Um, but I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but it definitely, I went through phases where it affected me. All of the social media stuff, even on Housewives, and then some of the women even they like retweet something mean someone said about you is double hurtful. So there's so many different layers to it that I think, you know, you're constantly having to work through. And then that continues again. Like I think I'd worked through it. And then with Glitter Town, now I'm getting more attention, which will just cause negative attention as well and negative people. And it's weird because you're like, all I'm doing is a show with my mom about cooking. Jealousy like, rears its ugly head. It's, it's ugly out there. It's sad. It's just like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. I don't know why you need to come tell me that I'm boring. <laughs> it, it's so, I get it. Like, first of all, I would never go on someone's page and say anything negative. I don't even understand the concept of that either. It's like if someone says to me, like, you know, like on your like hundredth show that I've listened to, you did this. And I'm like, thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Mo, I, what's your name? <laughs> to let people watch. What do you want people to take away from Glittertown as they watch these eight episodes? Silly is good. Yeah. I think joy and love and laughter and just to believe in yourself, whatever your dream is, and to make that happen for you. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to leave us with today? Anything else we didn't cover? I think I want to leave everyone with... Yeah! Yay! I wish I had some glitter, but she won't let me do it. It's my house. I don't. I have enough. At my glitter. house, I'd be going. <laughs> you guys need to like 
glitter it up. When I come to the OC, we all need to have yes. a drink. Yes. yes. And send me your address. I'll yes. send you some yes. noblemen. I will. I am like your typical, like I'm your demographic for yes, noblemen. I know. So. I got to get on this. Awesome. Yes. Thanks for all your support and all of our fun projects. You're the best. You guys are the best. Lydia and Judy. Everyone needs to watch Glitter Town. You guys are awesome on Bravo streaming. Thank, thank you guys so much. Thank you, David. Love you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.